the Broken Reality Podcast, home of the supernatural, the disturbing, the uncomfortable, and the controversial. When the world has shattered into chaos and lost all hope and reason, only two men can peer through the fog and make sense of the nightmare. Here are your shepherds of truth and prophets of lies, John Michael Lennon and Leo Perez. And welcome to the Broken Reality Podcast, where we talk about um, buttholes and butthole servicing. Um, and today's, uh, and this week's biggest butthole is uh, my co-host here, Mr. John Michael Lennon. Hi, Mr. Butthole. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, I, I I actually prefer to go by Lord Butthole. Lord you know, Butthole, eh? Well, I I my I I must be respected. I I am a higher being, you know, of butthole kind. Interesting, interesting. Um, you know, would you say that you're more of a prolapsed butthole or a um taut butthole? Sir, n- nothing but the tautest. Like, <laughs> like you, you could, you could, uh, uh, like if if I were to be shot in the anus with a bullet, my 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 hole is so tight that oh. the bullet would just ricochet off and kill many innocent children. Damn, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I've, uh, what's a prolapsed anus? Is that where it's all like falling out and shit? Um, yeah, it's kind of like where it's like, it's, it just looks just so gross. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That noise tells me it was the thing I was picturing. Yeah. (laughs) It just looks like a fucking red velvet donut sticking out (laughs) of your fucking back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a fan of that nor gaping. So, uh, oof, oof. Oh, so how you doing? Mr. Leo, what's going on Uh, with you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Um, not even all things considering, I'm doing really good. I'm very overworked. This week, uh, they made me stay a lot extra because we're having uh, a, a visit from one of the higher-ups. But, yeah, man, like, I, I'm just fucking tired. I'm tired. Um, and tired, I have a four-day tired. weekend, though, so I feel pretty good. Oh, nice. You tired of this? Bullshit! You're not gonna take it anymore. You gonna burn that mother down? Nah, they're paying me really well right now. Oh, okay, that's fine. So, um, I don't really, I don't really want to put, I really don't want to be violent at all towards my employer. Smart man, smart man. Yeah. How about you, pal? How you doing? Uh, I am fine, Leo. Nothing much to report here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh <laughs> as it's been with me lately. Uh, things go well, are going well with my dog. Uh, the weather is better now and I've been able to take him for walks again. So he has much less rage. Uh, he, he, he's definitely been a little, a little down because of the less walk situation. So I'm happy we're turning this corner, you know, um, you know, and it's fine. It's fine that I'm controlled by this animal, you know, that I don't have, free will anymore that the dog controls me i'm cool with it i'm cool with it but uh oh you know here i got one thing 
This sure, is go for it. Incredibly not relevant to anything. Uh, but you know, like I do mention sometimes of what shows I'm watching, right? So like um I finished The Witcher. Oh, cool. I uh still don't know if that show was good or not. <laughs> uh, but I'll definitely watch season two. <laughs> uh I, I'm always down for for dwarves and uh, bizarre sex scenes, but uh, so I, then I started watching. I actually started watching the Preacher TV show finally, which I've never seen before. Um, Interesting. Yeah, like I uh, like it almost made me want to like we should do an episode about Preacher someday because I know it's yours and mine's like favorite comic series. Yeah. Uh, the, for anyone who doesn't know, like the DC Vertigo Comics Preacher book was like the best shit there ever was. Um, and I I watched the first episode of the show when it premiered and I thought it was OK, uh, but I didn't have anything. Uh, I didn't have any streaming service that was showing it, you know. Right. So now that the show's like over now I'm finally watching it. I'm about halfway through the first season and I'm like digging it, man. I'm digging it. I don't know. Good. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. Cause I know it's only four seasons. I don't really know what, how far they're going to really get with the story, but I'm, I'm liking it. And I, uh, makes me wish I had the power, you know, to command, you know, people to just, you know, do whatever I say, you know, be awesome. Yeah. Hmm. How did you? How far did you get in the new preacher series? Uh, I'm only like six episodes in, so he's like just understand. He just understood like what the power is and fighting the angels and stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. So I'll, I'll keep you updated, whether on the podcast or in real life, about where I'm at. Because I assume you've seen it all. No, I I think I'm I'm. I just I finished the season where they're in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're way ahead of me, man. Yeah. But I digress. That's about all that's been going on with me. And I've also been selling shit on eBay. Really? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, man. My I uh I got a new phone, like I told you a few podcasts back, and uh sold my phone on eBay for like a shitload. And that like unlocked my fucking money making desires and i've just been like going through like i had a couple of comic collections that like i sold one for 250 bucks uh and another one holy shit yeah it was this which uh, one it was the complete eight ball the by uh the guy who did ghost world it was like a hardcover collection of his books i sold for 250 bucks and then today I had I had a hardcover collection of Madman, uh, yeah. the Michael All- Allred series, and you know yeah. it's a great series. I love the art. I bought this hardcover in like 2007, read it once. It's been sitting on a bookshelf since. I sold it for 150 bucks. Yeah. You know, I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" You know, let someone else enjoy it and give me some of them fucking sweet dollar bills. You know, so. Sell all your possessions and live as a stoic, you know. What are you gonna buy with all your uh, with all your monies that you're making? Um, taxes. <laughs> you're like it's gonna pay my taxes with it, I guess. No, uh, you know, you know, that's one of the things that sucks. I might get eventually get a PS5 or an Xbox, you know. Mm-hmm. So, 
But I'm well, so broke that I just kind of need the money. You're getting a PS5. You're not getting the Xbox X1. Well, wait, who's? Why are you? Who who told you? You could tell me what to do, sir. Because if I have a PS5 and Zingali has a PS5, then uh, you should get a PS5. And then we could play, play Back for Blood. I don't know what game that is, but yeah, but you make a good point that like uh, we could all do multiplayer something or other. Dude, Back for Blood. You ever play Left for Dead? Yeah. Oh, is this yeah, the, dude. New, the new one yeah. of those? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to we'll kill get, some zombies with my boys. We'll get your headset and everything. You'll be your regular old gamer. Hells yeah, dogs. Hells yeah. Well, anyway, bud, uh, what do you want to talk about today? Well, um, we did have a guest scheduled for today, but unfortunately that fell through. I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but it didn't really matter. Um, and to show you people how fucking amazing John and I are. Um, it, uh, we really didn't talk about it until, like, well, I don't know. Like The, the person canceled. Unfortunately, they, they had an issue having fairly late, so... We only had two hours to prepare. And since we are gods amongst men, since we are professionals and the show must go on, mm-hmm. today we bring you the mainstream media. The all-seeing eye. All eye. The, the beast. The harlot of Babylon. <laughs> mainstream media. The mainstream media. The beast with a thousand eyes. <laughs> you know, you know. I, I often think about that when they talk about when the revelation of the beast with a thousand eyes. Um, I, I always feel like main, like the like mainstream and social media, is that part of the revelation, being, because it, it definitely is a beast, and there are eyes everywhere, all over. And um, you and, can't well, fart. You can't fart without being canceled nowadays. Oh yuck! <laughs> um, you know you're not far off with that, man. Because I know that besides the the Christian metaphor for it, yeah. there's there's also some Native Amer uh, some I can't remember what tribe it is, but a Native American tribe who prophesized that when the world was to end, there would be a spider web that crossed the entire globe. And how is the is the internet not like a digital spider web, you know, connecting us all? A web that we are all stuck in, you know? Yeah. So, you know, sit on that, buddy. Sit on that. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, obviously, uh, background, uh-huh. the mainstream media refers to, you know, all them people that talk at us from the TV, right? Right. Like like your like your ABCs and your NBCs and your CNNs and your Fox Newses, right? Right, right. You know, but you know, it's it's weird. I, and I guess we're just gonna riff on this. I'll have you know that I was on the phone with my girlfriend right up until two seconds before we started recording this, so I did no research. But <laughs> but you know, um, you know something that's. Uh, interesting in the history of like the modern media landscape is uh you know it goes back to the late 1800s and early 1900s like are you are you familiar who with who william hurst was yes yeah so like that's the beginning of like the tabloid era and what they called yellow journalism right which you know of course like 
you know, it's this mix of like, yeah, journalism, but it's also very heavily opinionated. And they used to call them muckrakers, you know, because they're raking up the muck to find the most tantalizing stories to capture the attention. Of course. You know, and and this has evolved over the last, you know, 120, 130 years uh, to, to still be very like it's it's very prominent. And, and, and over the century, it's like I feel like it's gone back and forth between where it's like the news in general as a thing where it's either kind of like very straightforward, very respectable uh, to then on one end of the spectrum to just being like profiteering um, madness, like cultural yeah. fucking craziness on the other end, you know? And and I know that ever since then, we as a humankind has been fucking not only just here in this country, but all over the world. They love them. They're trash news, man. You know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell and it's yeah. not just here, dude. Not just in Britain. I know in Britain it's really big, too. But, dude. Um, I mean, in, in Europe, I mean, but like, but, but like, dude, even in, in Latin America, you know, they love their violent, sexy, fucking weird, fucking insane news more than anything else. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember my parents used to watch this show called uh, Primer Impacto, which is like first impact. And it had some like, <laughs> it had some hot ass chick. Of course. As the, uh, as, as the lady yelling at you and, <laughs> and and then like all of a sudden it was just like fucking it was all fucking cylinders fucking go man like like it was like today we uncover the truth behind a rape camp where exploding cocaine you know <laughs> flies into your face and murders your entire family and there's knives and a midget and it's just like it's just fucking like the most balls out insane just series of words and it's just it's it's fucking nuts mexicans are so um i've always been impressed with their blatant sexism or i don't even know if you call it sexism but just like it's always just a hot ass girl with her titties out telling you the news in mexico you know i mean that's all you need really right it's like you don't you know like that's the main i feel like that's why they're tuning in you know um, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that's why, at least I can speak for Latino Americans, because see, my parents have been extremely guilty of this, and that's why it's so easy to sway a lot of low-level intellectual Latinos uh, politically, or, or in any way, because their news-watching habits are fucking atrocious okay. like more people will watch a show like Primating Pacto than they will watch the actual headline news or the actual world news that follows you know I mm-hmm. remember my family we would all sit together while my mom was cooking dinner and we'd watch Primating Pacto and like I, I was like fucking into it because there's like titties, there's fucking explosions, fucking coke. 
uh, you know, like like cartel fucking tire around your neck burnings, you know, fucking mass graves uncovered with dead children. Just like insane <laughs> shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then like and but then the sources were just shoddy at best, or it was all some people just uh or it was all dra- dramatizations, you know. It, and it was pretty much a current affair. It was, I hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, we used to watch a current and, affair. Yeah, and then so like, but then we'd finally go sit down and eat dinner when the actual world news was on, and we were slightly paying attention. Maybe not, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like full of rantings that my dad was ranting after watching, uh, you know, the 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 current affair kind of show. And just being like, ah, oh, you know, back when I was a kid, we, we saw Sasquatch, you know? It was just like such crazy <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, dude. Like, they would show Chupacabra. Like, any news, sta- news show that has Chupacabra, uh, drug cartels, <laughs> satanic rituals, and then a man halfway through the show telling you your horoscopes, and he's wearing a, <laughs> he's wearing a colorful fucking uh a robe. This is a Walter Mercado guy. You know, like, like, like any show that has all of that jam packed into an hour is not actual. Right, right. That's fun. <laughs> the point that I'm making here is that the mainstream news is not that far off from using the same tactics. No, it's not. And the th- and the thing is, is that you know people it's it's not really like i don't even i don't blame fox news i don't blame cnn msnbc i blame the people that watch the shows who do not know how to um separate editorial news from you know actual journalists you know real news sure and like let's Let's talk about the real news for for a sec yeah. here too, because and I think there's more material for you and me in talking about some of the more outlandish stuff. Yeah. But let's not skip over like a fact, like the facts here, which is that like even like what you and I consider to be like the straightforward news. Yeah. Um, you know this is this is, this is a difficult one for me because like like I I respect journalism. Um. Like I, I studied journalism, you know, I took three semesters of journalism in high school and, and I'm all about like fact-based reporting and stuff like that. Of Of course, But, you know, you know, all throughout the 20, 20th and 21st century, no matter what country you're in, you know, our view of the world is, um, shaped by the news and, uh, really up until, um, we, our generation in America, there was only like, you know, there was a million newspapers and there was like the three or four big network news shows, right? Like, you can never forget that, like, even if the stories they're telling us are 100% accurate, they're still choosing which stories to tell us. Absolutely. And we, we all know that our government, just like every other government in the world, has their own agendas with things. Now, you know, America, we consider ourselves to be a special case, you know, yeah. and like we have freedom of the press and freedom of speech and all this kind of stuff. But, um, but you know, 
sure seems like the the news media, the mainstream media over the decades, yeah. certainly uh, were uh, cheerleaders for every fucking war we've had. Yeah. You know, and, no and, matter the facts. Right. And, and dude, like I'm even going to timestamp us right now. Yeah. And and I'm going to bring up something that I that I, that I kind of called out today on, on social media. Sure. And this is something that's happening right now. Okay. Like the right wing news is misdirecting a lot of weirdness and anger over the Dr. Seuss, um, the, 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 the book, the, not, not book ban, but like the, so the, the, um, what are they? The Dr. Seuss. Yes. But what, what's it called? It's like the children's, legacy children's books. No, 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 no. The um, estate. The estate. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. The estate of Dr. Seuss's family um, have decided to pull six books because of imagery in there that's no longer PC, right? Mm -hmm. I saw clips from fucking uh, Ben Shapiro, who is the biggest piece of shit in the fucking universe. Okay, side column. Side column, you're right. Like Ben Shapiro is like a dweeby, he's whiny a fucking, motherfucker. He's <laughs> fucking pots. Anyway, and he's saying like, "Oh, the left is doing this. The left is doing that. The Democrats are doing this. Democrats are doing that." The estate of Dr. Seuss chose to do that. Like no one pressured. No, no one pressured him. No one's breathing down their neck. And if and if people were breathing down their neck. Um, it it was, it, it it must have been to such a small, you know, way that like no one really noticed. You know, it wasn't like, an, I, an internal thing, it, right? So what did they do? They they pulled six books. Okay, okay, let's uh, we're, we're right there. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ben Shapiro is like you know this is what the Democrats want. This is what the Democrats want. Blah 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 blah. With knowing that there was no. You know, the government wasn't calling for it. No one was calling for this to happen. What he is doing there has many layers and many different angles. He's, first of all, Dr. Seuss himself was, even in his time, a very liberal, uh, you know, guy. You know, progressive he, he, about yeah, like he was, he was, he was progressive, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, if for that time, you know, even if he did draw a couple of things here and there that weren't, you know, whatever, like at that time he was bringing, he had a lot of different ideas that, mm-hmm. that were progressive for that time. Anyway, what Shapiro is doing here is he's stirring up the fucking right to believe that anything they say or do or or believe in can be outright attacked by the left and they can be. Um, and they can be in air quotes here. Um, they can be censored. Mm-hmm. They can be their they, right to you know to, to freedom of speech can be taken from them, which is not true. Mm-hmm. He, he's also putting it as the left has so much power they can erase entire libraries of work. Because they're not even mentioning that it's just six books. Right. They're just saying Dr. Seuss books themselves. You know, I saw a picture of fucking 
Donald Trump Jr. holding up one fish, two fish, green fish, or whatever. And 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 I'm like, that's not even one of the books that's being fucking like taken off, you know? So what they're doing is they're is they're completely spinning this story, which a lot of other companies, entertainment companies, and, and, and not only that, like every year books are fucking being taken off. You know, yeah. every every year books are are banned or like or or publishers, you know, they stop publishing them, them for yeah. variety, variety of reasons, including right. sales, you know, yeah. or Warner Brothers. They took down countless fucking mm-hmm. cartoons that they had racist imagery and weird fucking propaganda um, years so ago, those, years yeah, ago. So did those some of those old Superman cartoons from the Max <laughs> Fleischer company, like some of those got taken off like. No one has mentioned that, and 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 it's almost like people are making it the right, the right wing media is making it seem like this is a direct attack on conservatives, dude. Sure, and people don't see that. People, people, they're even getting people that are in the center of it being like, "Well, they just can't do that," you know? Like, like it's just right. It's an insane tactic to get them people on their side. Yeah. So let's, you know, and I, I, in the narrative, yeah. You know, and I, I didn't want to go hear this soon, but that's okay. Like, um, is that like, so I, I don't know if I heard this somewhere or if it's, um, just something, I don't think I made it up, but it, I call it the outrage machine. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what's happening here is, and, and first of, I want to point out another thing. Cause I, I, like I said, actually, I was just on the phone with my girlfriend and we were talking about the Dr. Seuss thing. And she said that she was in a target like today or yesterday. And she noticed that like, there was huge like displays of Dr. Seuss books, yeah. um, like on sale. That's kind of weird. Right. Like, because, and she said that they looked like they had marked down prices. So target is like, target or whoever is taking advantage of of this media frenzy to sell right. more dr seuss books Dude. and then and then i yes. even thought i was like and if they're at low rates i'm like oh shit you know what's probably going on is that like the the dr seuss estate is probably about to reissue all their fucking books they made the decision they didn't want to reprint those six they're going to put all all new editions and and everyone's Dr. Seuss crazy now, and they're gonna make a buttload of fucking money, and uh and and the secondary market now, uh there's gonna be people crack dealer style trying to sell one fish, two fish, whatever the fish on eBay for fucking seventy five bucks, you know, <laughs> you know, and and it's all was because of some corporate decision basically. But then, he, like you're talking about, man, it's the outrage machine. So like Ben Shapiro or whoever the fuck, like yeah. this is what people want, and this is not exclusively a right wing issue. Even no, though not not at all. For us, it's like because we, you know, have disdain for those. You know the right wing, like it's easier for us to pick on them. No, um, I and, and I'll even bring you my my left wing side of it. Yeah, if I'm just like like before, I want to hear your left wing example. And but I'm saying is that like this is what people do, and this is still removed from. I this isn't even just this is it's like this is what people want. Like people want to be fucking angry, so they go to the sources. 
who give them the fear and the rage and that's what they're buying right. you know like that when you go to fucking when my dad watches Tucker Carlson which he does like he goes to Tucker, Carl, Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson makes him feel something makes him feel afraid makes him feel angry and makes him feel intelligent and then it gives him a topic to be fixated on now you know does he want to be fixated on uh you know the state of the world does he want to does he want to have any thoughts about what uh us bombing syria and picking fights with iran does he want to talk about does we want to have any thoughts about the union busting that's going on with amazon and yeah. mcdonald's right now which by the way it just came out that mcdonald's is hiring people to digitally spy on their employees uh mm -hmm. which is fucking illegal and yeah. uh you know, da, 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 you know, no, 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 no. What he wants and what they want is like they want to feel like they're under attack from the bad guys. And then, you know, and their flavor is the those lefty cancel culture, social justice yep. warriors who want to take away my Mr. Potato Head, you know, and it's like, <laughs> fuck, it's such a I want I don't mean to rant, but here's the thing I was thinking of. For all the conspiracy, conspiracy kind of feeling people is like, what did they do in the last like two or three weeks? If, if, if there's a conspiracy, here's what the conspiracy was. Was it that the elite and the people who are in charge and the powerful, their agenda for the last two weeks was to make all the little people fight each other over the dumbest shit possible they they're like hey like let's let's fucking make them fight about mr potato head and dr seuss and fucking kick back and drink our fucking baby's blood and laugh at them you know like yeah. that might have been the only conspiracy going on this week you know uh <laughs> sorry no you're good no but but let me let me tell you this man and, and you're right that it's both sides here because yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not giving this man any credit, but there, and you know what? I know a lot of people can get pissed off at me and, and whatever. I don't care, but if we don't do this, if we don't acknowledge this, if we don't acknowledge this, then we haven't learned anything from the politics that have been happening in the last six years. What you got? The... The right wing, the left wing mainstream media definitely attacked Donald Trump. Definitely. What, 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 I might miss this. What's up? No, dude, you didn't miss it. You were watching it every day. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like a new thing. No, no, no. They, they were his entire presidency. They were attacking him in ways of showing him at his most um, incompetent. And maybe he was incompetent every fucking day. That's I'm not debating that. Here's one clear fucking point. Kofifi. Mm -hmm. Remember Kofifi? Oh, yeah. I don't know what Kofifi was. Kofifi might have been the poor guy just typing something in and accidentally just tweeting it. He could have butt dialed his phone when he left Twitter on. He's a fucking um, boomer. He's a fucking boomer. Or he's man. an old man. He's an old man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what and what happened? The left wing media turned it into a fucking 
circus of 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 feeding it to you as look 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 at what he's doing he's he's he doesn't know what he's doing what does this mean this is a joke it's funny it's funny laugh at it it's funny let's take t-shirts let's make coffee mugs mm-hmm. let's yell it at him he's an old guy and he fucked up yeah and and i take no win over him fucking up a tweet but they turned it around and made it something that they could use against him Mm-hmm. And any they they did that with any single thing they could. Again, I I'm not saying I'm not defending the guy. No, I man. really don't. I don't care. No, but You're the right, truth though. is the truth is there is that they took every and any single thing they could to turn it into a win against him because we, air quotes, were were so tired of losing. We had to find a win wherever we could. Yeah, and instead of actually fucking doing the work to get in, dude, there were so many fucking leaks in that White House. We should yeah. have been able to get so much info out of there, but we were so our, our meet some of our mainstream media that actually has a lot of fucking sources and a lot of like they have the they have the talent. To, to get a lot of information out of that White House, instead went with these fluff pieces that were just made to attack his intelligence or his stupidity or what he was. Yeah, I don't care that he ate fucking ketchup sandwiches for dinner. That's not news to me. <laughs> it's funny, right? It's funny. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny that the, a grown ass man is eating. You know, the president of the United States is eating a a, a, a fucking a, a well done a well-done steak with ketchup on it and between two slices of white bread. That's funny to me. But that's not helpful in the grand scheme of things of trying to um, fight this... The politics that you... Yeah, the politics that you disagree with. Right. They're not helpful. The the media just worked to embarrass him constantly. Yeah. because Because he was embarrassing them by treating them like shit. And I get it. I get the tit for tat. I get it. But at the end of the day, they didn't fucking do anything to stop him. I agree. You, 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 do, you, do you agree? I, know, so I do agree with you, Leo. I know it's hard for us to kind of talk about it because we don't want to sound like, like we, um, cause that's the thing is like, no dude, uh, anyone who's listening to this podcast knows that Leo and I were not Trump people, you know? Yeah. But but the thing is, is like you're you're right in that like, you know, it, it's it's hypocritical, you know, where it's just like, okay, um, we're gonna focus in on all his stupidity, which yeah, like sure that's real, but that's not the fucking news, you know. I had to listen, I had to like go and read and listen to fucking like NPR to yeah. be like, oh, this is what he's doing. That's actually bad. That's actually right. I'm worried about, and these are the his policies and, and shit that like, this is what's freaking me out. I didn't fucking care that he's a dunce. Like, that's funny, right. but like, whatever, man, like, like, you know, Bi- Biden's a fucking old ass man with plenty and plenty to make fun of him for, you know, and they're going to, you know, the rights doing that just fine, you know, but let's talk about like the real reasons we do or not like him and his policies, you know, like, yeah. and, and the thing is, is that, when you do that, why is everyone make makes fun of NPR, right? Because it's boring. It's fucking 
Yeah, because they're like, this is what happened. These are the facts, you know, and they're not just having people like yelling slogans at each other and shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. And the thing that they're going to do with Biden is is different. What Fox News is going to do with Biden is going to be different because actually Biden is actually being more helpful, if not just as helpful towards the right wing and conservatives than he is doing for the Democrats right now. What they're going to do with Joe Biden is they are not going to report on his stupidity, his oldness, his fuck-ups. What Fox News and all the other right-wing fucking uh, mainstream news medias are going to do is they're going to attack the left. And they're going to attack the liberals. And in those uh, attacks towards the liberals and the left, they are then going to lump them in with Joe Biden. Yeah. Slightly, like, again, to the back of this Dr. Seuss thing. Um, this Dr. Seuss, uh, Shapiro's like, hey, this is the this is the world you get with Biden in control. Mm-hmm. And it has not, this Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss thing has nothing to do with Joe Biden. Right. But that doesn't matter to the rednecks fucking watching this shit because in their minds, they are losing America because Joe Biden is president, therefore Dr. Seuss. And I could almost guarantee you that none of these fucking monkeys have even read a fucking Dr. Seuss book, let alone read anything that wasn't like, I don't know, on the back of a porn magazine that they bought. Um, oh, but okay. So, sorry. So I'm, I'm saying, I'm just really quick. So my point is, is that they're going to take the different, different tech, the, the different texts they're going to play is they're going to lump Every single progressive and liberal thing that happens, they're going to attach that to Mr. Joe Biden to, to uh, you know, to, to not get him reelected or whatever. Absolutely. And that's what everyone. OK, Matt sent a message when we were talking that reminded me of like a way to kind of put a point on it where it's like, OK, this is what Leo and I, I think, are trying to say. And, if, and I think most intelligent people know this. But but then again, when I look at the internet, I don't know that they do, you know, and that that is that like okay, so Biden's president now, so everything like Leo, everything that happens, like Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss, that's because you're living in Biden's America. When Obama was president, well, you know, oh, I I I remember though Zingali said something about a tan suit. Yeah, I remember then, that. I don't really remember that one, but I remember how like he he uh, bowed to the king of Saudi Arabia because he didn't know any better, you know. Like yeah. no one told him that he thought that was just the custom or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And it was like I heard nothing about the, uh, it's all I heard forever. Or you know, I remember at the tail end of the Obama administration where it was like they made this association between millennials and their avocado toast and. Yeah. Uh, and being in like, you know, oh, you know, all these weak ass, weak ass millennials and they're they're not real men and stuff. Well, that's because we're in Obama's America, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. but and then likewise, every single thing that happened in the last four years under Trump, you know, uh, you know, Q, QAnon, racism, all this stuff, it all went back like, you know, this is the other side of the spectrum where it's like and listen again. I do blame Trump for a lot of stuff. I thought he set yeah. a really bad bad example 
Absolutely. He's at a really bad example of behavior for the country. But that being said, not every single bad thing that happened in the last four years was his fucking fault. But right. this is what they do because they don't think that we are intelligent enough to have real conversations about real issues in the real direction that we want to go in. So what exactly. they do is just fucking roast each other yeah. constantly. And it's fucking annoying. And if I, yeah. And then I got to hear, and then I got to look at my fucking Facebook feed and read mm-hmm. about Mr. Potato Head and fucking stupid ass shit. And I'm just like, you people are dumb and fucking like, like I, I'm not trying to sound like I'm that much better, uh, yeah. but it's just this idea like, yo, Yo, like every fucking day, every fucking issue, like, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm, I am fucking sick, man. Stop me at any point here, but like, no, go I, for it. here's my point. I'm fucking sick of fucking everyone being fucking outraged about everything all the time. And now I'm outraged about their outrage, of course. So it's ridiculous, but it's like, you know, it's like, I, listen, I'm sorry. I know that everyone's got their fucking, um, issues you know and yeah. stuff but i feel especially on the left but i mean goddamn, it's both sides but there are is a class of people who fucking wake up every morning go to their phones and be like who's attacking me today you know right who 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 didn't use who didn't use the right gender pronoun okay who who said something that sounds kind of socialist you know who did this who did that? Let me go make a post about it on Facebook so everyone can know my fucking value system, you know, and and, and let's and, I, and and let's disassociate more and more from reality, you know. And a, a real quick example of what I'm talking about that's devo- devoid of politics is like, okay, so uh, they they put out a trailer for like a new Pokemon game this last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I guess the frame rate wasn't very good in the video. So if you were to look at the internet, you would see what would look like thousands of people, Pokemon fans, in revolt against Nintendo. How could you do this to us, Nintendo? How could you betray the Pokemon like this? This is not like we'll never buy this game. We'll never have anything to do with Nintendo again because the frame rate on the Pokemon game is no good in this trailer you showed. You know what? That is like it, it, that is like 1% of fucking 1% of Pokemon yeah. fans and that yeah. game will sell a hundred million fucking copies and then the frame rate will probably be fine when it comes out. But if you were to look online, you would think that no Pokemon game will ever sell again because this very vocal group of people is so enraged, you know? And then you're like, right. fuck this man. This is not the real world. This is fucking <laughs> assholes on the fucking internet, man. I'm fucking, uh, <laughs> what's up? And, and well, no, but I, I think that's what, they want in a reaction is the um, is the editors, the the news chiefs, all that you know, the producers. They want the the story. The story starts in the boardroom, and they take in everything. That's been going on in the last 10 minutes. They're up to snuff with what's going on in the world. And, you know, the producers say, we need not only 
for these stories to have an impact on themselves. But we need these stories to be retweeted, shared on Facebook, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, We need clickbait, clickbait articles created off of them, you know, because they make their money off of the clicks and clickbait websites are usually owned by giant media conglomerates that are helping to, they're helping the wall street journals and New York times and you know, everyone, everyone. And it's not just even Al Jazeera. Like they all helped buy the clicks. Yeah. Click, click bait articles are made to get the sources, the clicks as well. So everybody's making that money off of ads and all that shit. Anyway, so they're not just looking for the story that's going to tell the story. They're going to, they want to tell the story that's going to create more stories for them. They want to be on Facebook. They want the 700, 5,000 comments and, 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 and reactions to it. They want it being shared to somebody else's page and then them having a 300 comment war with family. They make money off of all of that. And we don't see it. You know, we don't care because we're more involved in, like you said, being outraged. That is our main, our main uh, objective is to be outraged and then nothing. Because people get and, high off of it. They're right. high off and the then, outrage. And I don't know if there's, um, I don't know if the, this is going to sound really dark. There is no coming back from, from what's been started because it's all accelerated. It's, it's all, it's all, um, remember, you know, uh, fucking Batman begins, you know, fucking these Gordon's up there with Batman. He's like, you know, you changed something, you know, you started something and it's, it's, it's escalation. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's escalation. Yeah. It started with, like the William Hearst and all that. And then it, it just grew into what it is now. And then it will grow into something even more vile down the road. You know, we, we don't, we don't disconnect ourselves enough. And I do believe at one point in the future, uh, the government might fucking at some point probably have to become involved in some kind of rolling blackout of fucking internet social media for a certain time. I don't know, man. I don't know. I know that sounds fucking crazy post-apocalyptic, but what else can you do? The government's going to have to fucking limit people's time online because at one certain point in the future, this is really going to fucking destroy human beings. Look at what social media and fucking mainstream media and everything has done. Sure. People fucking stormed the Capitol, and it wasn't through a fucking pen pal program. It was with it was with what they built through social media and mainstream media. Yes, and just real quick on that, a point on that is that that's not just oh because they were all talking on Facebook. Yeah, that was because the algorithms that right. Facebook and YouTube and Instagram yeah. designed specifically elevated conversation about controversial topics that got lots of comments, likes, and clicks. 
So, so uh, if you were someone who might have been susceptible to QAnon ideology, um, uh, it was almost through no fault of your own that the that the platform would present you things like that because yeah. it knew that's what you wanted, you know, and it broke out of the re uh, of the online and became physical reality, you know. Right. And now they're trying to, you know, like, then, oh, now the social media companies like, oh, okay, we're getting rid of all these people. Well, let me propose one thing, okay, if you don't mind. Yeah, go uh, for it. Okay, so this is a thought, like, I, I, something I listened to this week, but then also it's very much in line with this and, and my own thoughts is that. Mm-hmm. So now there's a backlash. Yeah. Facebook, you like, we're talking about QAnon, like, you know, Facebook kicked all those fuckers off. They're cracking down, like, hardcore. Um Likewise, Instagram is changing a lot, right? Oh yeah. They, oh, yeah. Because you know they, we all know if you use Instagram, like they changed where the like button is and all, or where your postings is. Now they're doing a thing where no one's going to be able to see how many people liked your shit and all this stuff. And uh, but the point is, something made me think is that like, I wonder if this is the beginning of the end for social media. And, and not that it would go away completely, but that it's going to fracture, um, like, and shatter into a million different pieces. Yeah. You know? And, where, yeah. Well, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but let, let, me, let me tell you this, too. Um, we knew what we were in. We knew what we were in store for. Whether you want to admit that or not, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, people are like, it's changing. Oh, and then people are like, oh, I don't get the business I used to. Like, I know a lot of art friends of ours get upset because they don't get, like, the business they used to off of Instagram. Guys, that was a, air quote, free service that we all used before it became what it is now. Mm -hmm. What the fuck did you think was going to happen when you give these apps and these sites access to your entire fucking life via your phone. Mm. What did you think was going to happen? And now that you're so far deep in, now you want to go, what can it be like it used to be? Because it can't. Because they're at a point now where they're making hand over fist money. Yeah. Whether you're on there or not, 10,000 of us can leave right now and they will still be a fucking powerhouse. Yeah, that's what people people don't realize people about. People don't realize that. Yeah. They don't realize every single decision that that a social media company makes in the in the way that their platform is designed is for one purpose and that's to make the company money. You know, and and I mean, I guess they could fuck up enough that um it doesn't the system doesn't work at all, but it's still like you can't there isn't another Instagram right now, you know? So like they're gonna every single change that they do isn't to attack you. It's to make them money. If you feel attacked, you're fucked. Because there ain't no one to go to. These are not public utilities. Like this is not you can't go to your city council member about your fucking Instagram views, you know? Like this is a these are fucking private companies that can do whatever they want whether we like it or not you know and and i don't know if 
I think that that will lead to some kind of change, except the one thing blocking that most of all is how powerful those companies are, that they're able to drown out competition, not to mention the fact that we've we've all been around long enough that we've seen what happened. Remember when Google, remember Google Plus, you know, yeah. that was supposed oh, yeah. to wreck, wreck up Facebook. Right. And even Google, who's incredibly powerful, couldn't get the numbers over there, you know, so. Yeah. It's just this thing where it's like, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm hope I'm not taking this over, but I've been having a lot of thoughts about social media lately, and it's because I've become less engaged from social media lately, and I re- like I, I just haven't cared as much. Uh, like I'll scroll my Instagram like once a day, you know. I barely yeah. check Facebook anymore, and and it's just this idea of like you know something to really remember is that the entire human race has been in an experiment for the last like 12 years yeah and the experiment was what if social media existed but now would that change the human race and here we fucking are but see here here's the flip part of that lennon the farther you stray from social media the farther you stray from everyone else that you know whether you think so or not, this is yeah. something that can't be stopped. And I know people who are like, I'm not on social media at all. Rah, rah, rah. Then you don't fucking exist to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No one fucking knows that you're alive anymore or here or or that, you know, whatever. Like, like That's true. Pe- people are like, well, nobody texts me anymore because you're not on social media enough. No, no one messages you. No one knows about you because you're not on social media enough anymore. I'm sorry. As much as it's become a part of the problem, it's now become Uh, an everyday facet of life. Right. Like Mm -hmm. there's people that don't even need to see their fucking parents anymore because of social media. Mm -hmm. Social media in the time of pandemic has become the only reason people are, mm, I guess, somewhat sane. Or have like you know evolved into whatever facet of sanity this can be called now. Yeah, you know. So like with you saying like, oh, I'm detaching myself. I've not seen enough. That means that there's so many people who don't fucking remember or even think to think about you now. Yeah, that's prob- probably true. And Especially and and, and, and it's and it's hard for us too because we're running this podcast and stuff like that. So like we have to be on here for podcast stuff, for art stuff. Because remember, even though you weren't on Facebook a lot during a lot of COVID, you were doing the weekly Wednesday fucking live drawings. Yeah, and, and I, that was probably like some of the best entertainment that people had for the day. Yeah, and I I'm really quick. I was not. I'm not was not claiming to be uh, right. have cut the cord there. I'm still on Instagram and Facebook. I just check Facebook much, much less, you know, and, uh, you know, it's just that you're right, though, man. You're right. Like, I can't leave Instagram unless all of a sudden there's another platform for artists that got a million people on it. Like, I'm not going anywhere with that shit. And honestly, I'll admit to you guys the truth, too, um, you know me not caring about social media is definitely in correlation to me being in a relationship. You know, like if I was single, I'd be on there like 110%, you know, because I would want to feel more social, you know, and that, that, that's just the truth. You know, I'm in a relationship now. I'm less concerned about watching everyone's stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So, but yeah, we're we're trapped. We're trapped. We're trapped in in all the doom. And uh, so, what's what's the solutions, Leo? Do you think that we should all go live in the woods? No, here, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Okay, Here's okay. my solution. Here's my solution. And it, it all comes down to this: we all need to to learn how to use social media and the mainstream media as tools to get the information we need and to keep to keep the connections with the people that we love and need to keep connections with without letting it consume our lives. And the only way to do that, get therapy. Get therapy. If you're too fucking into it, get therapy and um, learn how to be mindful of the time that you're putting into something that is hurting you. There are so many people that I know that are disconnected with family members, friends, and other loved ones because of political alliances, because of, you know, we're, you know, societal uh, differences or race issues or mm. opinions on race issues. Look, I'm sorry that you're a white person and you have a racist uncle that probably at one point in your life, that racist uncle, I don't know, gave you $5 to go spend at the store for candy, give you a ride to school or a parent that might be, read too much of the shitty parts of Facebook. And now you've distanced yourself from that parent or uncle or cousin or brother. Let me tell you that the actual relationships that we have with other human beings is much more beneficial to your life than the shit you're reading online. A hundred percent, man. I don't give up. I know that my mom, my dad, they fucking, they are, they're completely influenced by some of the shit that they see and read. And I know this because during the uh, Black Lives Matters protests and all that stuff, they were like really saying some really stupid shit to me when I went over there to visit them. And you know what, man? I was like, I was getting mad, but then I'm like, and I started talking to my, my cousin about it. And he's just like, nah, you know, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. It is. Yeah. You know, my, my parents are just fucking old fucking boomers. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to like it's not worth to fucking lose real people over these fucking over these fucking things happening in the world that we have no control over one way or another. I, I agree. I agree. I, you know, we can't fix that shit, but you can fix you. You can use social media and everything that belongs to it in a way that is beneficial to your own life whether it's keeping up with people that you care about online, whether it's reading up on the news that matters to you, whether it's, you know, um, signing up for stuff that you need or buying fun things that you need, you can do all of that. And you don't have to fucking like stay, keep refreshing the page to make sure that the guy that you're arguing with, it doesn't say something stupid. So you have to come back with him or dude, I've gotten into fucking online arguments with people and as soon as they say something, I, I Google what they said to make sure I have a fucking response to it. And I'm yeah. not the only person that's done that. 
why do why do why does arguing online why does doing anything online warrant such a response from us that we need to be on it almost mm-hmm. 24 hours a day or every waking moment to be, to 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 just win an argument that doesn't fucking matter Mm-hmm. That you'll never win because they won't change their right. mind, you know. Right. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Well, I think what you you stated so passionately and eloquently, I'm I, I'm not gonna, you know, follow it up with anything because you said what had to be said, and I 100% agree with you, man. You know, and uh, so I'm not gonna add to that. Instead, I'm gonna give us a fun thing real quick. Yeah. All right. Matt, if you want to pop in here, because I want you to answer the same question. Okay, I'm here. All right. Uh, Leo, if you you wake up one day Uh and you turn on the TV and there's, like, headline news, Uh what is your dream? What's the best fucking, like, headline news thing you could wake up to ever? What's your dream news, you know? You really want to know? Yeah. Donald Trump piss tapes found. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Imagine if like somebody just found the actual piss tapes of Russian hookers pissing on Donald Trump and him like fucking like bathing in it on a fucking bed in fucking commie ass Russia. Like how awesome would that be? <laughs> that would be pretty fucking like, wild. Just fucking showering in a fucking lake of gold that these fucking Russian hookers just pissing all over him <laughs> how awesome would that be oh that would be that would be fucking wild that'd be what? fucking wild uh mr zingali do you you have one <laughs> mine is like covid is gone it's 100 gone it's every everything's back to normal now uh or all diseases are cured <laughs> that, that's that's my thing it's way more <laughs> not a, not as fun as Leo's, but if you want to be honest, yeah, like I think the pandemic's gotten the best out of me, and our families had a rough year before the pandemic, and then besides the pandemic with illnesses that get rid of all the sickness. It, this will pass, man. This will pass. Yeah, for sure. And uh, no one's gonna ask me, so I'll just tell you, well, mine <laughs> mine would be uh, the aliens are here, nice. and uh, uh, comma. They're kind of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like the idea, like, that they, like, they send aliens come. There's diplomats. But then there's, like, a picture of one of them just with, like, his feet up on a desk. And you're, like, you're, like the f- they're not even being aggressive. They're just being kind of shitty. And you're, like, the yeah. fuck is this? The they're fuck just, is like, this? like, condescending jerks. Yeah. They're, like, oh, ni- nice nuclear weapons. What are those? Children's toys. <laughs> transport each other in cars <laughs> still using wheels are you <laughs> <laughs> look Barry, uh, they're using condoms <laughs> <laughs> oh you call those genitalia it doesn't even have a face <laughs> <laughs> look at these these, <laughs> these losers have races <laughs> they hate each other for no reason <laughs> That would be that would be make my day. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. So we're obviously wrapping up now, uh, Matt. I, uh, what are your thoughts on the media, or specifically, I guess, Doctor Seuss? You wanted me to ask you about. Yeah. So I want to just touch. I I appreciate your conspiracy theory with the books being on sale at Target and all yeah, that. Yeah. 
stuff. But you guys don't have kids, and you don't know that March 2nd is Dr. Seuss's birthday, and they always do huge Dr. Seuss events in stores. Uh, like Target always has a Dr. Seuss week where they host readings in the stores. Like kids at school get the fucking cat in the hat hats, and like I did everybody. Not know that. Yeah, first week of March is always Dr. Seuss shit, which is why like. It, it's silly because like the Dr. Seuss estate just made this this decision not to publish these six books anymore. And it's like, yes, it's based off of like there's material in those books that are not so great, you know, and we, we respect that like in this day and age, it's not acceptable. So we're going to voluntarily not publish them. But like it's not just that, too. Like I think you touched upon it when it comes to making money like. The Dr. Seuss estate is a business and it's one of the most profitable estates out there right now. I think like mm. I don't know if I don't know if this is true, but like I think it might only be second to Michael Jackson's estate for the Damn. amount of it brings in. Mm. So okay. like those books probably weren't selling. I have a kid. I have a ton of Dr. Seuss books. I don't have if I ran a zoo. I don't think I do. I don't have it fucking happened in Millville or whatever the hell it is. Like <laughs> I don't have those books like. <laughs> Who who ha who has those? So it's more of like so like you can champion, you can hold the Dr. Seuss estate on a pedestal for like you're championing values and good nah, you know, like yeah, in, in one way they are, but also like they don't want to fucking lose money because nobody's buying these books anyway. <laughs> now what happened yeah. is like you said, like there are people selling, like if I ran a zoo or like it happened in Millville, whatever the fuck that name is, for like over four hundred dollars on eBay. Of course. I didn't even need to look that up just to know it. I knew yeah. it would be. So like the whole Dr. Seuss, like the, the big target conspiracy getting you to buy the books. Nah, like it's just something they do like every okay, year. Okay, yeah. I, the thought. I, I, I retract my conspiracy yeah, theory yeah. then. Well, like, here's the thing I don't I don't understand. Like they got rid of all the books, but they still kept on uh, the cat in the hat visits Uncle Remus's plantation. Like I, I don't understand why that one's still happening. What you know? Yeah, it's like the cat in the hat hanging out in the plantation. He's like, oh, hickory dickory dock. I'm going to give this black my cock or something. <laughs> I commend you for not using the N-word right there. I thought it was about to come up for the first time ever on this show. Holy crap. No. no. You were, you were close. Never. Uh, I had to think about that for a while, so I wouldn't say it. But, so... <laughs> <laughs> we are da oh, we are dangerously fucking gonna step over that line one day. We're, we're close. We're close. We'll look back at this episode as the first time. Uh, this was the change, you know. And five years from now, when we are the new Ben Shapiro's, we'll be like, yeah, it was all uh, during the Doctor Zeus days, the Doctor Zeus wars, uh, when everything changed. Ugh. So, so John, I wanted to just tell one thing about like the outrage culture. You say like everybody always has to be upset about anything. And the Pokemon one was hilarious because those people will complain about anything. But Star Wars is another one, too. Oh. That there's you have to be outraged about everything. So like the New Republic just or was it High Republic. Yeah, the High Republic just came out. And uh, like I've got the book and the first two comics. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But like there's this group of people that are thinking that the High Republic is so bad because like it's written by women or people of color. And like it's like anti everything. And I just saw a post on a Star Wars thing that said that this is an agenda to erase George Lucas's legacy from history and to rewrite. Oh. Like y'all got to fucking calm down always with the dude and i love me my star wars you know but uh yeah they're the some of the worst with that shit like we're like they're just making like i uh 
don't gotta get all into it, but I, I haven't read any of the High Republic stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like read about it because I'm like, oh, I wonder if I should uh, grab some of this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, there's like a comic where like Yoda's younger and he's got like a cool like clothes on, he's doing shit. I'm like, I might read that Yoda comic. It's a, it's but a- now I'm. Now I'm hearing that it's just trying to make me gay or something. <laughs> There's a dope ass Wookiee Jedi, man. Dope, dope. I didn't. Why, yeah. yeah, yeah. But pe- people get the the. We should do a whole episode about toxic fandom at some point. Oh my but, god. Uh, but yeah. uh, people and their fucking outrage, man. Ugh, ugh. Keep it in your fucking pants, you know. <laughs> but anyway, well, I hope I I hope everyone enjoyed. This impromptu episode. I think we uh, uh, found things to talk about, even if one it weren't. Thing, John, one last thing. What? Like, actual conspiracy theory when it comes to social media and and ads and. Yeah, what you got? What you got? So I don't know if you're aware of like they're they're not like malicious isn't the word for them, but like ads on websites that do things that they're not supposed to do, like have a little bit of extra coding in them. Oh. And like you're talking about like ads that appear on like weird ass clickbait websites or like already three parts of the internet but what they're doing some of these ads have code in it that refreshes your browser thousands of times without noticing it it does it so fast that you don't notice it so therefore everything that's like listed on that page like keyword like google keywords or adwords or everything gets cached in your system thousands and thousands of times so this way when other people are sending you like other targeted advertisements they ensure that their ads get in front of your eyes because you visited this web page that refreshed these things that had these words in there and like i was thinking about this the other day as like a giant fucking conspiracy like how do we know that like these other ads like are specifically being placed and we aren't being manipulated that way for like really, really specific agendas. Cause that shit could really be used. You talk about the dangers of social media, like that's something that's like fucking out there. That's yeah. I get what you're saying. That's, that's interesting, man. And that's the thing is, uh, you know, uh, on, on the flip side, uh, or I mean on, on the negative side, on the real side is like, yeah, like we, we all as humans have to remember that, like, we are not as smart as we think we are and we are easily tricked <laughs> and we are acceptable to the, to the AI and the algorithms, even right. when we think we're not, Yep. you know? Um, and, uh, the other side of that is maybe that explains why I get so many ads for uh, nugget porn, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, fuck, but that's grim. Thanks for bumming me out, Matt. Yeah, man. It bummed me out the other night when I found that out. Leo, anything as we uh, part ways? No, I don't want to say a slur. <laughs> Good on you, man. First time mm-hmm. for everything, gentlemen. I think we, I think we've done our work here. I think so too. So, I, think, I really appreciate you guys uh, for listening, and uh, goodbye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Broken Reality Podcast. Please support us on Patreon. You can find more about the show on Facebook and Twitter at Podcast Broken. Both John and Leo's art can be seen on Instagram at John Michael Lennon and at Real Leo Perez Art. All music provided by Angel Onafre and Neon Witch. Follow them on SoundCloud. I am Matt Festa. 
the calming voice coming to you from out of the endless unknowable dark.